Great. It is really good to be here. For me personally, obviously, I've had the opportunity over the few couple of years or a few years now getting to know Paul and Sarah. But when I do come here, it's not like for me, if I can be honest, it's not just, oh, well, it's an opportunity to speak. For me, it's just coming back to home. Uh, it's doing life together. Isn't that a good thing? Doing life together. Turn to the person next to you and say, life is good. Yeah. And so it's, it's really, really good. Right now, it's uh, sort of evening in Melbourne, Australia, and sort of, what is it now, nearly lunchtime here. So still a little jet lagged, but we're doing well. We are doing, doing well. Um, just for some of you that don't know me, my name is Nicholas, and my wife's name is Nicola. So it's Nicholas and Nicola. We're soon to be married nearly 30 years. How incredible is that? Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just recently, our middle son just had their first, or he didn't, his wife did, Josh and Penny. They've given birth to their first daughter, Lara, who's now four weeks old. And that, that's pretty incredible. And then my older son, they've just had their third child, and that's Leo, and he is three months old. That's pretty. So we're grandparents now of four. You wouldn't have thought that, eh? I don't look like a day over 30, do I? Yeah, it's really good. And so my wife uh, sends her greetings and her love. She couldn't obviously be here on this trip, but she does send her greetings to us all. Okay, you're ready to receive what God has for us. Are you ready to gather around the Word of God? So I really want you this morning to pay attention uh, to what God may want to speak to you about I don't want you to wait until after the message. I don't want you to wait uh, until there's a prayer time. I want you to really engage right now, possibly, of the opportunity of what God wants to do in our life, in your heart, in this place this morning. Amen. So why don't we pray? Father, we just thank you today. We thank you that we're not here by chance. God, we are here by divine appointment. We want to have an encounter with you. We want to meet with you. We want you to speak to us. So be exalted, be uplifted. Your word says, if we lift up the name of Jesus, all people will be drawn unto you. Lord, we want to receive from you. We now open our hearts. We open our lives. We just now open our minds to receive that which you have. Have your way in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Um, It's interesting because I just mentioned that this year, my wife and I are going to celebrate our 30th wedding anniversary. A few months ago, we went out uh, overnight on our 29th anniversary, and I booked booked a hotel uh, in the city, and we arrived. It was one of those weeks where... You know what? I just wanted to get away from what I was doing all week. It was a, what we call a full week or a busy week, and it was just full on. And to be honest with you, can I be honest with you today? Uh, the truth is, I really didn't feel like wanting to talk to a lot of people. Have you ever been in a situation where you get to the end of the week, only about two of you, you get to the end of the week, I really don't want to talk to anyone, just me very righteous lot you are. 
Well, look, I've got to be honest with you. So my wife and I drove into the city, uh, valet parking, parked the car, had a small bag, walked walked into the building, a beautiful five-star hotel, took the um, escalator up to the sort of first floor, went to the the, the, the reception area, ready to check in. And to be honest with you, I wasn't paying any attention. All I wanted to do was, let's get beyond all the small talk. I just want to check in. I will sign the form. Here's my credit card. See you later. I want nothing to do with you. That's basically it. And so what is interesting, I, I get to the, to the counter and my, my wife's with me. And the lady opposite me starts to talk. And she was talking away, and I thought, well, in my mind, well, she's just doing her job. And I say, hello, good to see you. And I wasn't paying any attention. And as she was talking, and she was asking some questions, and my wife responded, and that we're on our, you know, anniversary, 29th anniversary, and still I wasn't paying any attention. We do that sometimes. Life is full. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of noise and here I am, just already had a, an idea of what my day was going to look like from here on. And what I didn't realize, as, they were, as she was speaking to me and as my wife was engaging, there was a few things were taking place, a few transactions. And what I didn't realize, something took place that I, that I wasn't paying attention on and, and I didn't respond all that well. All I did was grab the card and walked off towards the elevator to get into our room. And as we were walking, my wife turned around and says, looked at me and says, do you know what just happened? I said, no, we've just checked in and we're going into our room. That's basically where it's at. No, no, you weren't paying attention. Well, I told you, I just don't feel like talking. And she goes, well, Basically, what happened is that the lady has given us an upgrade. And we have now got a one-bedroom apartment that's bigger than my home. It's got everything in it. And I didn't have to pay for it. And she says, you weren't paying attention. In fact, you were quite rude. You didn't even thank the lady for the upgrade. And do you think right then how bad I felt? You see, I missed an opportunity right then because I wasn't paying attention. My wife was alert. She took the opportunity and she was better to engage in that environment. And that's somehow how life gets. Life gets so busy. We are so consumed and so distracted that we could, without not realizing, without paying attention, we miss the opportunity of what is before us. So we went up to the room and put the bag there. I said, Nicola, let's get back downstairs. Let's go for a walk. But before we go out there, I'm going to go back to the reception and really apologize and thank, thank you to the lady for what she's given to us. And I went there. I went back down and I said, look, I just wanted to apologize. I wasn't really listening, but thank you very much for the upgrade. Sorry. God bless you. I didn't say that, but I just felt like I wanted to say that. So that's the truth. The truth is... I wasn't paying attention. In this last trip, uh, I went from, from Hong Kong to London. And, uh, and, and just watching people, how they travel. Ever observed people when they're traveling? 
Are you, are you observing people where you're at in life? And, and I get to the Hong Kong airport, the amount of mobile phones that people have in their hands. Have you, have you been aware of that? Yeah, uh, if I can just be real. Is there anything wrong with the mobile phones? Not at all. But I was watching in the airport and, and my travels throughout Hong Kong and then in Heathrow Airport and in London, the amount of people, I don't know if you've experienced this, but people are walking the streets with either their headphones on, those little things, or some massive headphones, walking around, really not taking much notice about with the people that are around them. A lot of people aren't paying attention. In fact, I watch them. Most people are crossing roads without even looking. And they're bumping into you. Has anyone ever experienced that? Ever been in a, in a busy shopping center and people are on their phone, not even looking, not even engaging, not looking at you? Are you with me this morning? You know, the amount of people that, even though they may feel like they're connected, are probably less connected now than they've ever been. Basically, giving no attention. Now, where am I going with this? For me, I tend to think I'm a person that would give attention. But I've just realized that through these two major events, the, that Lord, through the power of the Holy Spirit, was telling me, Nicholas, just slow down. Just slow down. Just, just take a moment. Stop being in a hurry. Has anyone ever been in a hurry? I feel like I'm the only one this relates to. Does anyone ever, you know? It just, the Lord just, just spoke to me and says, I, I want you to slow down. I want you to pay attention. He's, if you can put that up there now. You know, pay attention. I want you to, I want you to think. I, 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 I don't want you to be in a hurry because there's things that I want to show you. There's things that I want you to listen to, listen to so you become a better person. It's not easy. How many know it's not easy in the world that we live in to pay attention? Just stop. Stop and pay attention. Listen and look. There's no doubt we are in what we call the digital age. They're saying now, after 17 years, that our concentration span is around about every, we have to shift something every eight seconds. That's double than in the last 17 years. Our concentration span. We are in the digital age, and guess what? It is here to stay. There's nothing wrong with certain aspects of the social media, uh, our digital age. It's, it's advanced rapidly. While it's not every part of it's bad, but a lot of it isn't good either. Are you with me? It has shortened our attention span. For example, how many listen to podcasts? Any podcast people here today? YouTube people uh, become popular amongst young people? Hello? There are not a lot of them here. I know they're outside, but YouTube is a big thing nowadays. I've noticed as the years have progressed that now most of the podcasts and a lot of the YouTube clips that we watch have gone from an hour to 45 minutes to 35 minutes to 20 minutes to 15 minutes to 10 minutes. And most of us now will look how long a program will go. Then we'll decide if we're going to watch it or not. Because if it's 8 to 10 minutes, we've got time to watch it. But if it's 35 minutes, hey, I might pass that one. It's true. Think about how much this is rapidly uh, progressing. 
But what about the here and now? What about living in the moment? Because if we're constantly distracted and if we're not paying attention, we're missing the moment. And once today is gone, once this meeting is gone, once that conversation is gone, you can't get it back again. So what about the moment? What about paying attention on the moment? But you see, what I believe, it's actually not easy. So therefore, we need to practice and train ourselves to pay attention to what is happening now. It's actually not easy. But we are encouraged, even in Scripture, to start to practice, to train ourselves to pay attention. It's sad in one sense that we have to be in this position, but at least if we're now aware of it, we would be intentional to start paying attention in the world that we're living in. If we're going to reach it, we sure better pay attention to it. Because if we don't pay attention to it, then and if we don't understand the grace that we walk in, then we're just another noise compared to all the other noise. And so when we speak, we want to also be strategic because we are paying attention. Paying attention to what God is doing right now. Everybody say now. Pay attention to live in the moment can increase happiness. There's a lot of secular books out there that that actually say if you were just to pay attention to the moment that your life could be happier. In a secular book uh, called Mind Not Happy Mind claims that, and I quote, people spend 46.9% of their waking hours thinking about something other than what they're doing and this wandering typically makes them unhappy. 46.9%, I'm not sure where the 0.9 came from, but 46.9% of us think about things beyond the moment that we're in currently. Isn't that incredible? I I was watching as I was traveling the amount of phones. I was trying not to, I, I was trying not to, Look at people's phones because that sometimes that's hard to do because they used to be small. Back in my day, they were small. Now they're large screened. You can see them from a mile away and it's very hard when you've got all these 50 mobile phones going all at once and you're watching people and it's interesting because every few seconds they're going back to their phones, flicking through Facebook or Instagram. The same messages are keeping up, but they just feel like FOMO, fear of missing out just in case. I can tell you what, it's stressful. What's, what's going to, you agree, you're on it too much, aren't you? Yeah. Now, I, I, you've got to hear me, hear me and take me in context. I'm not against the advancement of technology, but it's also dangerous if we don't know how to live with it. Especially when it comes to us as the people of God. Think about this. Jesus is present in the present. And we're constantly looking Beyond that, or what's happening tomorrow? What am I doing tomorrow? God, where do you want me to be tomorrow? But just remember this. In the moment, Jesus is present in the present. We live in what I would call, already I can see you're exhausted just by the fact that I'm speaking about this. 
On a Sunday morning, Nicholas, I have this Monday to Saturday and you are now talking about life, how full it is. It is amazing how busy our minds are at. It's amazing. We live in a full world, a noisy world. A lot of, if I can use this expression, a lot of stuff is going on. And there is a lot of distraction. And when there's a lot of distraction, it's difficult to hear. It's, it's interesting that all these things are competing after your time. It's interesting. It's, it's competing. It, it wants to fill your soul. Isn't it interesting on a Sunday night? Some of us might be, do you want to, do you want to Netflix tonight? Oh, you don't have Netflix here. <laughs> Who has Netflix? Okay. You know, or, or whatever it might be. Now, while there's nothing wrong with that, but you're not always going to rest your soul by watching Netflix. It's just another added distraction. It's not to say I have watched a couple of Netflix films while I've been here. I'm not saying it's bad, but just know how to manage it so you don't fill your life with more distraction and the very thing that is after your time. It's after your sleep. It's after your soul. We, we need to learn to be able to declutter our soul so it leaves more room for God to do what He needs to do. Are you with me? You know how it's impacted us? I don't know about you, but since we've been open today, I've explained and, and reflected to you my attitude that I didn't want to speak to anybody. And that's really bad coming from a minister that runs a church and works with people every day of their life. Are you with me? Because if you don't love people, well, then you can't lead people. And it's really all about people at the end of the day. But there is some days you think, oh, my goodness. Because even in our life, there is in our world a lot of opinion. Are you with me? And it's one of those things in our life. Well, I don't have a problem with good podcasts and good speakers, but that you've got to be very careful that that doesn't become your revelation. But your revelation has to come from a God that you spend time with when you rest in Him. So you receive firsthand a revelation from Jesus Christ that He wants you to receive. The podcasts are there to, to encourage you, to inspire you, to move you forward. But you can only receive what God wants you to receive when you spend time with Him and pay attention. Attention. And you know, I find myself that I have to practice this. Have you ever, who likes to pray? But come on, only two people. Who would like to pray? It's an interesting thing. Ever said, okay, God, I'm going to take some time to pray. And all of a sudden, you start to wander. Probably not a good idea unless you're fasting, praying on an empty stomach. And you start to pray and then you start to wander. You start to read and then you start to wander. I've been there. You start to get distracted. It's if you, the danger part is if you read scriptures from your tablet or your, your digital device because sometimes things pop up or... An email comes through, and it's, a message comes through. Isn't that distracting? So I have learned now, while I've got things on my phone or my, my tablet, but 
there are times where I have to lay that aside so I can just pay attention to what God has shown me through the Word of God in book form. Pretty amazing. It is incredible. But what do you do? Do you stop, stop praying? Do you, do you stop reading when you start to wander? No, no. Come on. Stay firm. Don't get distracted. Practice. Train yourself. Keep on practicing. Keep on training. Keep on practicing. Keep on training. Keep on practicing. You will break through. Are you with me? You know, this is for you to take home today and start to apply it in your life to start to pay attention. How many drive cars here today? A few. Have you ever been in a situation where you've driven your car, you get to your destination, and you ask yourself the question, how did I get here? Thank you, sir. Thank you for your honesty. I want to know what happens by the time you get into the car on that journey to what is actually happening in that time frame. You know, you know, we talk about, you know, hands-free, uh, you, know, you know, talking to somebody on the phone and you think you're, you've actually concentrated. No, you've just got there somehow because you've been concentrating on another some. Come on, are you with me? It's incredible. We're just not paying attention. Things in some regards, you know, things have changed over the years and and I'm not trying to sound old, but uh, things in some regards uh, were similar there, then than now. The way we work, the way we use our phones, the way we do business, the way we do church, and then the trendy word, the way that we multitask. No, we're just flat out. Are you with me? You know, I remember when I was younger, and maybe some of you remember this. Remember you used to have a landline at, in your house. You actually had a phone either on a mantelpiece or on the wall that you would physically, you know, come on, are you with me? Who's got one of those still? You know, one of those things that you, you know, one of those. And then there was the push button. Does any young people know what I'm talking about? You know, a, a landline, those things that you used to plan to talk to somebody on the phone in an evening because during the day you didn't have a phone. And then you're there speaking to your girlfriend or your boyfriend, and then you, you, you're planning yourself, oh, 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 let's get together. Let's talk on the phone at 7.30 tonight. Are you, come on, 7.30, we're a long way away. Come on, let's spend an hour on the phone together. And your parents are nagging, you get off the phone. Is that, are you with me? You are showing your age. And then you're there and you're about to finish your conversation and you say to, the, to your girlfriend or to your boyfriend, no, you get off the phone. No, no, you get off the phone. Come on. Come on, you know what I'm saying? No, you hang up. No, 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 you hang up. Come on, you know what I'm saying? When we went out, we had to plan the night before. We used to get on the phone to the friends, I'll meet you at such and such a place because if you didn't do that, there was no way that you could contact them through the day. Now it's instant. Bang. It's incredible. Do I love it? I don't mind it. And now you're totally exhausted after all this message. But you know what? Even though that things have changed, all the more for us to be deliberate to pay attention to God, to His Word, to people, and especially to the world around us. To practice and train to pay attention to take notice, 
to listen and to watch. If I, you know, even Jesus, no matter how big the crowds got and how big the crowds were and how they followed him everywhere he went, every time he spoke to people and healed people, he gave them his attention. He paid attention. And if he is our greatest example, how much more should we be paying attention to God, attention to his word, word, attention to others, and attention to the world that is around us? In Proverbs 4, 20 to 21, it says, My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. Pay attention. We need to pay attention. Not enough just to listen, but we've also got to see. But when you listen and when you see, it is amazing how your heart starts to fill. So the one thing I want to say to you, the first point, if I can, we may only get through one point this morning, is pay attention to what he speaks. Pay attention. You know, God is trying to get your attention. He desires to speak to you. He desires to spend time with you. Don't overcomplicate it. Let's demystify this. It's a decision that you will have to make to spend time with God. Because there is so much distraction, there is so much going on, and the only way that you are going to cultivate and build a, a genuine, authentic relationship with God is to actually spend time with Him. And I'm not just talking about a whole heap of, you know, quantity, just some good quality time, like in a normal relationship that you have with somebody else. When you cultivate that relationship, when you spend time with that person, you grow together. Are you with me? Pay attention to what he speaks, his voice, his word, and what he says. And what about in this meeting? I know that right now the Holy Spirit is speaking to people and he's encouraging you. He's not condemning you. He's just saying, son and daughter, I need you to sort out this. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know the relationships that you have. You know what you're paying attention to. You know where you're at. It's not easy, but it takes practice. Everyone say practice. Hebrews 5.14. And it reads, But solid food is for the mature, whose senses are trained by practice to distinguish between good and evil. Because there is so much going on in our life, many times the presence of God is hidden really by our carnal thinking. Because the Bible says, and you've heard it, He never leaves you nor does He forsake you. You've received Jesus, you've received His presence. His presence is with you everywhere. That's why the Bible encourages you to pay attention, seek God, so that way... That the presence of God in you, instead of it being unmanifested, it can start to manifest itself in your life. But you need to train yourself. You need to practice listening to what he speaks. Are you with me? Aware, hearing God. And when you hear God, step out. Everybody say, step out. In Matthew eleven fifteen, whoever has ears, let them hear. It's internal. 
It's that anyone ever had, ever used the word, I, I have a gut feeling? Come on. I've just got this gut feeling. There's this, and I don't want to use, you know, secular words, but the, I have this intuition. Women are just fantastic with intuition. There's just something they just, I'll say to you, I've just got this gut feeling. How do you know that that sense or that gut feeling isn't the Holy Spirit speaking to you? But if you pay attention, it'll be amazed what you will see. When you start to pay attention, you'll be amazed what God is trying to say to you. In the New King James Version, it says, Those who, by reason of use, have their senses exercised. Pay attention to His Spirit. Putting into practice what you sense God is saying. Who would like to hear from God? You know, if you're tackling something new, for example, a young child who, who starts to ride a bike, do you give up? Should they give up after the first time? Should they give up when they fall and they graze their knees and mum and dad have to, you know, do whatever they need to do to, 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 to mend it and, and they see a scar and, and all the above. No, no, no. They get back on the bike and you keep on training. You keep on practicing until you become better in it. And that way you can start to ride on your own. Because if you don't start to ride on your own and start to practice, you're going to be relying on somebody else on your spiritual journey when you are responsible and you and I need to make a decision on our own spiritual journey when it comes to our relationship with God. You see, I'm responsible to you. I am not responsible for you. And why do we blame everybody else? Why don't you pause for a moment? You see, you don't give up when you fall. You get up. You get up. You keep on going. It's like if you play an instrument. One of my, two of my sons play guitar. But one of my youngest sons said, I want to play guitar. I said, great, but there's one thing you have to do. If you play guitar before I go any further and you say yes, You've got to commit 12 months, even when you don't like it. Do you know why? Because the first six months is all the boring things. Come on. But you need all the fundamental things if you're going to become a good guitarist. Because if you don't know the foundation, you won't know the stuff that you're supposed to know. Are you with me? So the first six months, I could tell, you could see, a little bit boring. He's going through the scales and uh, all the notes. Are you with me? You're going through that whole process and then something after a period of time, it clicks. All of a sudden, there, there's a passion. Because I knew if you can just get through the, 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 the situation or the, the beginning stages and practice and train. Church, are you hearing me? Practice responding to God's voice. Practice. It's It's... It doesn't have to be difficult because the Bible says, my sheep know me and hear my voice. And you're saying, oh, that's all right for you. No, no, no. But, but practice. Train. Read the word. Listen and obey. Be led by his spirit. Pay attention. Oh, I sense God doing this. So I, I've got this gut feeling. I, I sense something in God. Now, obviously, within good foundation, and if you're not sure, go and speak to somebody. But it's the inner witness of the Holy Spirit. And you might be saying, well, okay, so what you're saying to me, I should be obedient and, and step out what I sense God doing? Yes, I am. 
But you might be saying, what about if I'm wrong? But what about if you're right? What about if you're right? Allowing the Spirit of God to speak to you. Jesus, the Word. Jesus is the Word. The Bible says if you remain in Him, He will remain in you. All the fullness of God is in Christ. So therefore, if it's in Christ and He's in you, all the fullness of God is in you. Listen and obey. Isn't it interesting that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead is the same power that's working in you? It's incredible. You see, maybe now after today, when you start to pray and to read, that maybe you'll start to pay attention not on the things that you need or the practical, while they are good, God, show me how I need to live. But maybe when you pay attention that you read the Bible for God. You read the Bible for God to reveal Himself to you. The Word. Read for transformation and revelation, not just for God well. Because you may miss the opportunity. Everyone say opportunity. I missed the opportunity. It was right in front of me in that hotel. And I've missed many opportunities because I wasn't paying attention. Men, look, I'm not having a go at you, but we just don't do that well. We just don't do it well. Isaiah 28 verse 29. Listen and hear my voice. Pay attention and hear what I say. I'm definitely not going to get through all of this today. But can I encourage you with this? If you get anything out of this morning, it's that. Pay attention. Have you ever said to maybe to a husband or a wife or a friend, are you paying attention? I'm not asking you to knock the person next to you, all right? I'm not talking about the conversations that you had last night. Are you paying attention? It is difficult, but you can do it. You've just got to pay attention. Pay attention to those around you. Pay attention to who's speaking to you. Give them your undivided attention. Pay attention. Pay attention to when God speaks to you. You'll be amazed if you give yourself the opportunity. He desires to speak to you. He wants you to listen. He wants you not only to listen, but He wants you to see. Pay attention. Pay attention when you've gone out with a group of people or a a loved one. and Maybe you might just have to put the phone aside for a minute because how many know that can be a distraction? I, obviously there's no issues here today or the fact that everyone's quiet I'm not sure you know I, I can I can wander my thoughts can wander and people know is he really here or is he somewhere else 
You know, I tend to do pretty good one-on-one. And my son, I, I go, he goes, Dad. 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 Nicholas. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. But I think we all can relate. Just down-to-earth stuff. Parents with our children, when they want our attention, pay attention. Listen to people and listen without judgment. Don't, don't come up with, you know, judgments. The Bible says, now be careful of that in Matthew 6. You know, pay, give people your attention, pay attention, but without judgment. Listen to understand rather than listen to respond. Pay attention. And I'm going to close with this this morning. Why don't you start your day just with a few moments just to say hello to God in the morning. Just take a few moments and just say, well, God, I give you room today. I leave myself with no excuse. Because we have seasons in life, don't we? And we can become neglectful that He is with us. And and at times we... We give Him no thought. Does He still love us? Of course He does. He first loved you before you loved Him. Will He ever leave you? Of course He won't. That's not a part of who He is. He loves you unconditionally. The fact that you acknowledge Him or you don't, He loves you. But let's just be careful to pay attention that He is with you. You know, Psalms 46 verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. Be still. Psalms 34 verse 8, Taste and see that the Lord is good. Who likes chocolate here today? You know, when you see and you go shopping and you see the Cadbury milk chocolate, because you've tasted it, you know it's good. It may not be good for you, but you know it's good because it tastes good. If you had never tasted it, you would never know that it was good. It's only a metaphor. You can't taste God. But when you experience God, And when you touch God, it starts changing the fact. Not only are you now tasting of God, you will start seeing what God has done. And you build your foundation of what you've tasted in God. And what do you taste in God? You taste His goodness and you taste His faithfulness. Are you with me? When you start to pay attention and He starts to reveal, why do we think that God gets impressed when we are so busy? This is a bit direct this morning. It's supposed to be a nice, quiet day, isn't it? Come on, let's pay attention. Husbands, Father's Day next week. Wives, pay attention like you did 20 years ago. Husbands, pay attention. Have the same passion that you have then, have now. They shouldn't have to go looking for it anywhere else. attention if you haven't bought flowers for a long time buy them now and just tell them Nicholas said so (laughs) pay attention pay attention slow down look, listen take time out and this is your exercise for this week this is your exercise are you ready for an exercise I want you to pay attention to this
Focus on what God is doing instead of what you're doing for Him. Focus on what God is doing instead of what you're doing for Him. Pay attention. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give God a great hand of praise. This is a good God. So, I'm actually not going to have, uh, I'm not going to ask people to respond at an altar call. I think this is a message that you need to take and how it, it's a simple one. It's a down to earth one because we all, you know, we all have the same 24 hours, seven days a week that we live in. And I want to encourage you today, this week, start to pay attention. Because when you start to pay attention to God, to His Word, to God, to His Word, to the people around you and the world around you, you'll be amazed what you'll start to see. You'll be in a much, much better position. Does it mean life is not full? Not at all. Does it mean you need to put your phone aside? Not at all. Does it mean? No. You've still got to get up tomorrow morning and go to work and get on with your day. You've still got to drop off your kids to where they need to go. School, sports. Come on, you're with me. If you're a young person, you've still got to do the things that you've got to do. And some days you think, I just don't want to do this. Hey, It is a part of life. But in the midst of a lot of distraction and a lot of noise, there's a lot of noise, even in the midst of even a storm, you can still pay attention to God. And it's amazing what He can do because He's not just peace. He is the promise of peace. So start to pay attention. And I speak speak this prophetically. Some of you need peace. I want to tell you, Jesus Christ is the promise of peace. You take Him with you. Pay attention. When you're looking at your Instagram and your life doesn't seem to match up, they're only giving you the stuff they want you to see. They're not telling you all the other stuff. And then you start to compare. Comparison is carnality. Stop comparing yourself. Start seeing yourself as God sees you rather than what you see others doing. Come on, are you with me? I'm preaching again. God bless you. Thank you very much. So, Father, thank you for your church. Bless your church. Speak to them minister to them, be honoured in their hearts and lives. I know you love them. They are your people. And we thank you this week. We're going to pay attention in Jesus' name.